Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're halfway through the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. We are we are live from the H and H Chevrolet stage at the Herd at Sports Bar and Grill. What are you laughing at over there? Uh, no, somebody just tweeted that Pierre Allen is one of the most egregious snubs in Heisman history, and I just I, I don't don't think that's accurate. <laughs> um, it's it's because College Football Report um, put a picture of Pierre Allen when I think they meant to put a picture of uh, Indomitian Sue, <laughs> and so I was that's why I was laughing. Um, Anyway, <laughs> anyway, really good stuff there for Mitch. We'll talk to Brian Edwards here in a minute. But I uh, wanted to get to the Jeff Sims thing a little bit because mm. uh, we kind of glossed over it. Um, we didn't really get to it at the start of the show because we were talking Nebraska basketball. Um, but we talked, we touched on it with uh, Mitch a little bit there. Um, I, I, I think Nebraska fans are going to have really complicated feelings about Jeff Sims. And so? Well, I think there is this level of intense disappointment in what he turned out to be here, right? And so I, so there is a, a part of it that I think is there's a little bit of a good riddance. Like, you, you know what I mean? And not necessarily in a, in a mean way, but in a, hey, this didn't work out for anybody. Just move on. Time for everybody to move on. I think there's also an element, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the minority here. Maybe I'm... There, maybe this is just a small niche of, of people, but I I do think there's a bunch of people, myself included, that kind of feel bad for him. There's a level of, like, he's obviously a physically talented guy. He's had some level of success at Georgia, kind of like Georgia Tech, like, like Mitch was talking about. Especially the last, like his last year and a half at Georgia Tech, this isn't what it looked like. 
Yeah, I mean, but uh, he was I always a flawed guy. I don't really want to factor in like, oh, because he was injured, he didn't have the turnovers. Because if he played a full season, who knows if those turnovers would have come? Well, no, but even look at—I mean, because listen, he only played what five games this year? Yeah, he had, five he had, games, he had four interceptions, and, and the turnovers were aggressive. Yeah, I can't remember how many fumbles he had this past year. He had at least five. Okay, so I don't know if he lost all of them, but he had at least five because he had. One in the he had three in the first game. He had one in the second game, and he had one that got returned for the touchdown against either Maryland or Wisconsin. Okay, l- well, let's just say we'll call it safe. He lost four, so let's say he had four picks and four fumbles. So that's like, eight turnovers yeah, in, in five in a, games in a small amount of yeah. games. Yeah, like that. Is, that isn't good. And that it wasn't even though he didn't play the whole season. I think he played about half the year at Georgia Tech his last year there. It wasn't anywhere near that, and so. I think there was a reasonable expectation that's like, hey, he might have some turnover issues, but it's not going to be to the fact where he's not playable. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't be what was freshman year Georgia Tech, yeah, Jeff Sims. or what we saw this year at, at Nebraska. And so I think there is a – and I think especially by the end, it became so clear how badly it got in his head that it was – actually, I think he ended up with six interceptions because he had four in the first two games and they had two more later. After Harbor got hurt, um, I'm, I think he ended up with six hundred. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He had a, a he had a boatload of of, of turnovers in, in this year, um, but I, it it really seemed like by the end he had the full on yips. He had six interceptions. You're right. Yeah. So it, it felt like he had like a full on like football mental breakdown by the end of his like to the point where you would have felt bad. Mm-hmm. Not just because of him not being able to be functional at quarterback, but I felt bad as a human being asking him to go back out there again. At that point, that's why I wanted Chuba as much as anything. I was like, you just can't put Jeff back out there as a person. And so, I I don't know. I I think he's going to have a complicated... Not legacy, because there's no legacy there for Jeff Sims at Nebraska. There's there's not enough track record. But I, I think... I think there's kind of some complicated feelings about not that people want him to stay, mm-hmm. but you just kind of like, yeah, I just everybody feels kind of bad about how this went. You can have a heart for the guy. Um, it's it's okay to recognize that um, Jeff Sims uh, was was kind of deteriorating as an athlete mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he felt the weight of the world on his shoulders and wasn't able to get it to get it off his shoulders. So like you can you can say like, man, I, I really feel for the guy. I don't know if I feel bad necessarily uh, because those are the those are the circumstances that you're presented as an athlete. Sure, yeah. And so you have to work through those, whether that's uh, you work through them on your own, you work through them uh, with counselors, like, yeah, like, like team counselors, psychologist or whatever, psychologists, yeah. or, or your coaching staff. But um, those are problems that he's going to have to work on. And it's not the responsibility of the fan, sure. though, to have to feel bad for Jeff Sims for what they saw on the field because the product and what they pay for mm-hmm. is – to watch a good football, to to watch a team win a game, they want to watch you. Want to watch your team win? And Jeff Sims put this Nebraska team in so many positions to lose this year sure. that I think it's going to be really hard to get people to say they feel bad for Jeff Sims versus like, hey, I, I recognize that mm, something just wasn't right, mm-hmm. but. Uh, 
I, I also know that in sports, you have to be able to overcome those moments, and he just wasn't able to. Yeah, and I think it maybe it's from, you know, kind of like an athlete perspective where you just watch somebody kind of mentally crumbling before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hard to watch. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah, and, and I don't, you and, know. And I'm not, I'm not going to say that I'm not, uh, you know, a vulnerable, a vulnerable person either. Yeah. Just like Jeff, uh, it, but in different situations. But I just, I can't, as athletes are, are what? They're, they're really essentially paid to perform. Sure. And if he's not performing, then he's got to go somewhere else. Like that's just it. That's the nature yeah. of business. No, and, um, and I and agree. you know what even if he if he's a little, you know, soft in some ways, which I and I mean that in and with the utmost respect when I say soft in some ways, uh, those are things that he has to work on to harden himself up, harden his shell so that that doesn't happen. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's a I don't even know if it's like a mental toughness thing. I think sometimes certain things just get into your head to a point where you you do need either a change of scenery or you need something sort of external to help fix it. You know, I I hate the New York Yankees, but I, I still remember watching Chuck Knobloch be unable to throw a baseball from second base to first base and just almost because, I don't know, I kind of put myself in that guy's head and there has to be a sense of like panic almost of just every time you have to do the thing that you're supposed to be able to do, knowing that you have no idea how it's going to go. Because that's mm-hmm. generally where an athlete's confidence comes from, right, is they have this ability to know, hey, I've prepared for this. I have the ability to execute this. When X, Y, and Z happens, I will be able to deliver. And when that gets eroded to the most Basic. I mean, we're talking about dropping snaps. We're talking about not being able to mm-hmm. hold on to a football in a in a simple run play. When that gets eroded to the most basic levels, it. it listen, I don't want Jeff Sims back in Nebraska. I don't want you know. I have. I I don't want anybody to to misconstrue what I'm saying here, but I do almost hope that he has some measure of success wherever he stops next, because. It's really hard to watch somebody like just crumble in front of well, you. Well, look, like man, that. that's why I question where at, like, where he ends what up. Level yeah, he, ends he ends up, up. because you know, I, not just because I, I think it's gonna it's going to take a, a change of scenery to maybe turn his play around, but I wonder if any team looks at what they saw this year and says, um, "I can I can fix that." Or I can, yeah. I can, I can help uh, Jeff Sims get back yeah. to his old ways. I, I just don't know if that's out there. And so, and, you know, people are probably like Andrew, like he'll find his way to a team. And, you know, you're probably right. But until I see him find his way to a team, I'm going to sit here and question if he will end up on a new team. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think I agree with Mitch where it's going to be probably a group of five school that does not guarantee him a starting job. If he wants a guaranteed starting job, I think you're right. I think he has to probably drop to the FCS. But I think he will have opportunities to compete for a job at the group of five level because there's so many teams. And listen, we've talked about this before. Coaches are egomaniacs by nature. They will think they can fix Jeff Sims. They'll watch the tape and say, oh, he did X, Y, and Z. They didn't put him in these positions to be successful. I can fix that, right? And maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong, but there's certainly a coach that believes it. <laughs> and so, like, that's just kind of the nature 
uh, of who coaches are. Well, and that's why I brought up home. Um, I think it was last week when we spoke a little bit about Jeff Sims. Because of everything that we just talked about, the mood swings it seemed like, or just, as you said, it it seemed like everything just kind of blew up. Maybe it just takes Jeff Sims getting closer to home, getting closer to his people, for him to kind of get rejuvenated in that light. Brian Edwards coming up next.